Hello, happy Friday. It's your boy, Fresco Savage, with another podcast. This one titled Love the Flavor. Love the Flavor. It's all about Coca-Cola. Now, we get a little more serious in this podcast than the last one. We try to have goofs, but we're living in a trying time, my friends. A trying time. So what does that mean for us? You know, what is the purpose of friendship? What is the purpose of having friends? And, And to me... It is chewing up life together. Friends are the enzymes of a tough time. They help your stomach. They help your mind digest the realities of the situation. And the reality is we're living in a trying time. And the only way we get through that is with each other. Thankfully, my friend Wannabe is joining me on this journey of resilience. This journey of resilience in which we take on this hardship called life together. And I'm not saying we have the hardest life out there. I just think everybody is is having a tough time. So we do have some laughs, just like last week. But, you know, we get into, you know, the airs of social media. People tweeting at Coca-Cola. Why are you tweeting at Coca-Cola? Why are you doing that? You know, we talk about some other stuff. We talk about how we should, we got to make, you know what we got to do? We got to make being corrected and, and accepting that correction sexy again. We have to make being corrected sexy, accepting that correction. We got to make it sexy because there's so many people who hate to be corrected, so stubborn in their ways, so entrenched in their beliefs and ideologies. So we need to almost sexualize being corrected. That's our only way out. Ah, For me, I hope you guys are enjoying fine. Uh, We got more music on the way. I'm going on a road trip in a few weeks. We're going to be making some new music with Yacht Daddy. Got to get down there. Got to get down south where his yacht is parked. He's got that yacht studio, and boy, is it spicy. Man, I love hanging out on that yacht. We eat a lot of shrimp. Shrimps are bugs, by the way. We eat a lot of shrimp, a lot of crustaceans, a lot of crustaceans. My time is running out, but thank you again for tuning into Fresco Savage live from the interdimensional bedroom with my co-host, Wannabe. Another week, we are here just shooting the goddamn crap around and digesting life together here we go have a great episode have a great friday i love you all Go, how you doing? Long time Dude, no see. It's been one week. It's been one week since you looked at me. What's new, man? Dude, I so I just saw on Facebook oh. that the listen, I love Facebook, we'll get into that. <laughs> I the vice president is coming to town, right? Where? We don't know where you live. <laughs> this town? Oh, Vice President's coming to town, right? It's coming to Hinky Dinky Town. And the news said, hey, just put out, they're like, hey, he's coming to town. Which, which got some people pretty angry. Um, but then I saw one woman, uh, I believe her name was Andrea. I don't want to give her away. I don't want to say her last name. No need to dox her. Her name was Andrea, right? Yeah. And uh, she goes, 
I see no problem with this. Wisconsin is a fine state and the, and the vice president is fine. So here's the thing. I don't care who you support. Right. But the fact that she saw no, she's like, I can't even understand why this is a problem. Why are people upset? Like what kind of bubble is she living in? Yeah, that's not okay. She's the same um, person that tweets at Coca-Cola, hey, love the flavor. <laughs> yeah, thinking that, yeah. You tweet to Coca-Cola, they will tweet back. It is a robot, but I tested it out. And then I went and looked at all the people who were tweeting at Coca-Cola. There's so many. Uh, They're like, hey, shared a Coke with my friend Dave today. You're spending the time to tweet yeah. at Coca-Cola. Yeah. How empty are you? Go to hey, Thanksgiving. Hey. You need a Thanksgiving. Hey, Coke, thanks for slapping my name on one of your bottles. Uh, I, I think how, you What a genius campaign for a country filled with idiots. Dude, we have this weird combination of people who are vomiting their political beliefs onto other people, and then we have these people that are in a bubble who cannot who seem to be just out of it. Just and again, sort of I want to say the bubble is on both sides of the aisle. I don't even want to get political. There's bubbles on both sides. People are like, hey, if you don't agree with me, fuck you, delete me on Facebook. Yeah. Well, you're just creating a, a nice bubble of no, no antagonization. No one, to, no one to question you. And that's so unhealthy. That's it why is. I love Facebook. It's... Which is interesting, too, now, because I'm seeing more um, people who typically lean left are coming out and saying, hey, it's important, like on um, Instagram stories and stuff like that, just little posts about, hey, make sure you're talking to people who disagree with you, which like two years ago would not have been a thing. But now I think that with the election coming up after um, George Floyd was killed, it was more like, hey, you need to talk to your conservative family people from the left were like you need to talk to your your dad and your uncle about yes. this activism which is way healthier and way um more productive in the, at well, the end of the day the problem is both sides are so radicalized right now yeah it's but so the truth is in the middle no one is right no one is right. correct currently the yeah. truth is in the middle but all and we're doing is and i hate to get political because it's supposed to be you know funny podcast I, it's hard not to with an election coming up and this is not even political because i'm not even saying what i think is true i do right. think that the truth lies in the middle it's in the gray area which, which no one which is like forbidden territory right now yeah and if you know i would even change that a little bit and just say that progress lies in the middle because absolutely the, yeah. it's a ladder it's a left right bond right on the way up right Right. And it's, God, it's so, it's so interesting. And I would, honestly, I would rather have people vomit their, their political opinions on their Facebook wall, because at least they're like coming to a conclusion. Cause what, what is really tough for me to see is those people that live in that bubble that don't even realize what's happening. They don't realize like how, like the state of the country right now, how unhealthy things are. And yeah. maybe I hate them so much because I'm jealous of their naive nature. And yeah, yeah, they they don't have to like ruminate about the future, and they're not scared for what's to come. But also, it's like how how you know they how? are. They let me tell you, they are scared of uncertainty in their future. That's that is a human nature. Right. But the way that people deal with it is different. 
And so for someone clinging to going to a packed bar in this weird time, mm. that to them is, that is, I see a fearful person. You're right. Who's, who's hanging on the edge of a cliff. Yeah. And they're saying, open up our goddamn bars. What yeah. he's saying is, please, please, please. I can't take this new. I want to go back to the way things were. Please, can someone help me? That's who I see. I see a shuddering child. Mm -hmm. But right. that's not the view of everybody. And so it, people just get angry and then it's anger back and forth. People just fucking doubling down and, and hanging on. Because some people believe the best way, we, things were good. We should go back to the way things were, conservatives. The liberals or the left is like, Things could be better. We need to change. Things can be better for everybody. But everyone wants the same things. Yeah. You know, yeah, that is the weird nature of it is that everyone wants the same things. And then it's more like, where should the money go in order to get those things, essentially? Yeah, I don't know. I see politics is it's just a rearrangement of money. And it's just a disagreement. And, and tax and like tax breaks, which is just essentially money, you know? Yeah. It's just arranging money in a certain way. And that's what we essentially agree, disagree about is where the money needs to go in order to make progress. And yeah. it's, uh, well, and if and, you talk to, if you talk to any learned person on either side, they'll make sense. Yeah, I agree. And that's why it's so divisive. That's why if you stick in your bubble, everything will make sense because both sides, there's someone who has it figured out and is very eloquently able to speak about it 100 but you can understand anybody if it's just a quiet conversation yeah and for every one learned individual that's taken the time to understand the economy and politics and identity politics and all that there are 200 idiots just reading memes just reading memes retweeting just re fucking tweeting it cocaine i love the flavor and they're loud that's, hey, that's all they're doing Oh my God, it's, it's, it's so right. And it's so yeah, man. hard. But we can, fix, we can fix it with kindness, I think, and, and, and honest conversation, but no one's willing to put in the time or effort. It's easier to be angry. It's easier to be angry. And it's e uh, there's this whole thing about not having the conversations because people, especially people around here, the college Dems, don't want. In Hanky Dinky Town, they got college Dems. We got college Dems here. And, uh, they they want to just as soon as if you disagree with them even a little bit there's yeah. a, there's that anger that you're a hateful person immediately yeah and and they 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 dehumanize you and say that yes you're, they say you're evil and a racist and then and then you're you're carted off the mob carts you off essentially and they within their that, within their minds that you're carted right? off and you don't exist Exactly. It's dangerous. It's like they block you socially. Yeah, I was listening to a really interesting podcast the other day talking about on both sides how they how the dehumanizing has to happen first before the um, before that like canceling happens or the the lack of communication in their head. There's a step of dehumanization, which is why we have those terms. There's so many terms: racist, you know, homophobe, xenophobe, and I'm not sure. saying that those. There are, there are racist people out there. We, we do need to have a name for that. But, you know, when, when someone is just disagreeing with your stance, it doesn't immediately make you a hateful person. But they have to do that in their heads in order to be able to shut you out so quickly. Yeah, yeah.
I actually think that a lot of the uh, here we are two two white guys talking about racism, but yeah, God damn it. It, it, yeah, I know it's hard not to do though in this current time. I do think that a lot of people who think they're not racist are racist without thinking about it. Yeah, and that's it's a so it and they don't they don't see it as a as an issue. Like my beautiful mother will say things, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that was <laughs> uh, like she's the kindest person ever. She's not even meaning anything by it. Yeah, I know. She's a mean right? harm. She's just and not that, that. And those are the times. But that's our responsibility. Then, someone once asked me, "What is my role in this political climate?" You know, because I don't feel like I'm the right guy to speak loudly about. And here I am on a podcast speaking loudly about this. You know, <laughs> love the flavor. But my role is to have private conversations with people who think they've got it figured out, and try to to reason with them and to see where they lie. And to learn from them and be empathetic, that's where I really think people need to get more political, is in private conversations with their family and their friends. And having the courage, when my mom does say something like that, I have to go, uh, wait, whoa, 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 you know? And then explain to her how that can be hurtful for pe- to people. I won't say, I won't put her on blast. But it's the same thing as, like, you remember growing up and, like, your grandparents would say, you're like, my grandpa would say something very racist because he grew up in a different generation and he wouldn't right. even think twice about it. And then your parents would have to explain to you, oh, that's, it's, it's, that's, where he, that's how he grew up. It's a little different. You know, you got to love him through it. But our parents, it's even, it's like, it's a process over time that like lessens. Do you know what I'm saying? As a hun- yes, definitely. You know, you have to keep reinforcing that behavior. And, and saying that that is wrong. And it, it lessens over time. It gets less extreme, but it, we still, it's still a process that's ongoing. It's not gone. Yeah. And, um, and, and additionally, with this whole conversation thing, there are a great deal of young white men who have this mindset because they've been screamed at so much that they, they're, they, it, they don't, want to change or they'll say something racist or sexist and then they'll be called out for it. And it's like, <laughs> I, that's not how I meant it. <laughs> I wasn't actually being racist, you know? Yeah. And there's like a, I think it, like young men are just sort of naturally competitive and they're, it's harder for them. They have that. And they're stubborn. T- I know I've been, st- I am stubborn. I get it. Yeah. It, I feel like white men are less likely to be like, Oh yeah, that was inconsiderate of me. I'm sorry. I'll change. You know? Yeah. What is that? We need, we need to make, we need to make being corrected sexy. Yeah, dude. There's a yes. That's that is. We need what someone is. to produce a porno that goes out yeah. to all eighth graders. Yes. All eighth grade boys. And the guy in the video is a beautiful, muscular man with an incredibly large penis, and the woman the whole time. You know, they're having crazy, nasty, freaky sex, but the whole time the woman is just sort of making light suggestions, and every suggestion. The man yes. is like, you're right. Okay, yeah, I will switch that. I will I'll yeah. switch it And up. then she needs to reward him further yeah. for, for taking the correction nicely. Yeah, yes. So yes. how do we – maybe we can do it without porn, but I, right now I don't see a way. It's got to be porn. It's got to be porn. <laughs> if you want change to happen in America, you do it through fast food or pornography. Yeah, That's there's a- no, there's no way we've we're we're far past the the time of the the uh, the cartoons that teach us lessons. No one's reading the Bible, looking at parables anymore. We need we need a modern story for modern America, 
starring right. Mia Khalifa. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be Mia Khalifa and David, Do- David Dobrik. In oh, Florida. that's great. Oh, that's great. And she's just kind of lightly critiquing him, and he's truly changing his And he's pers- laughing in his David Dobrik way where everything's hilarious. The Jimmy Fallon <laughs> laugh. Everyone loves it. Oh, God. Yeah, you got a big smile on his face. He's giving cars out to people. He's giving out Teslas like yeah. big chickens. <laughs> and I watch. And I love it. Oh, I love it too, you see man. the one where he gave the dad a, a Tesla and the dad cried? The dad had a shitty car. A different dad. A fan's dad. Had a shitty car. David Dobrik gave him a Tesla. And the dad started crying. And I was like, oh, my God. I wish I could give my dad a car. Fuck. I know. I know, man. Uh, it, I, I, think, I think there was like a big buildup to that one, too, where the kid posted this whole thing. And my dad works. Oh, this- my gosh. What is it about TikTok that it, you can get so quickly emotional? Is it Dude, the music? So- what is There's- it? A rapid like this is why it's so addicting. The app just targets your emotion center in your brain because you'll go from one where you're laughing, and then there's one. The next one will be, you know, some girls dancing, yep. and then it'll and then it'll be a, a sob story about a kid who rescued a three-legged dog. Yeah, there's so many emotions in the span of four minutes. Yeah, and is that good for us? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but this is a good time to tell you. Fresco Savage is on TikTok, at GoFresco. Follow me on TikTok. Uh, weirdly enough, I've gotten more views there than anywhere else just, I, just doing me, basically memes. You know, it's just uh, TikTok is crazy. It, it, it finds what you like. Yeah. It knows, you, it knows me better than I know myself. It, like, <laughs> knows what to show me so I'll pay attention. Yeah. And they take the clock away like you're in some casino. They, yeah. There's no clock on the TikTok app. I don't know if you've noticed. That's Did why not. like an hour will melt away on TikTok. Dude. Because there's, every app has like the little clock in the, in the top right-hand corner. TikTok, you're blind. It's full screen engagement. You're doing nothing else. I mean, for me, I, I have all my notifications turned off. I don't do any type of clicks or rings or like banners. I do nothing. So when I'm in TikTok, it's a vat. It is a yeah. echo. It is, I'm all alone in there. Oh, my God. I, you ever get the guy on TikTok who goes, hey, take a break? Yeah, you ever get that guy? Yes. I listen to him. He regulates my impulse control better than me. Yeah. The app is your frontal lobe. The app stepping in. Hey, you've been scrolling for a while. Yeah. Shut your eyes. Go to bed for a little bit. It'll be here in the morning. Like, oh, what? my God. You're, I'm what? like, jeez, I just got called out by yeah. Raheem from TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I have been scrolling for a while. Yeah, I've that's what I do. I listen. I'm going, you know what? I should go to bed. It's two in the morning. What am I doing? Yeah, and then you get I, this like the mm. It's amazing. And other apps should, that to me is like, that's like game changer to me. A, an app that self-regulates and tells you to stop. Imagine a child explaining that to their parent too. Like, like when I was a kid, we weren't allowed to have Facebook until I was X year, like until I was like 15 or whatever. But if my mom did that with TikTok today, theoretically in a world where I'm 13 again, and I'm like, no mom, I should be able to have TikTok because it'll tell me what I've been on the app for too long. Yeah, imagine that. You know, like when you were a kid, your mom would be like, come home when the street lights turn on. Yes, exactly. Our it's- kid, I'm going to have to tell my kid, hey, when TikTok tells you to stop, it's time to stop. Time Don't to stop. keep scrolling. Videos will be there in the morning we're that it's self-regulating now people are all worried about artificial intelligence it's yeah, already it's, here 
We're yeah. already being controlled by AI. Absolutely. The only reason I wake up in the morning is because I tell my phone what, like, my phone keeps tabs on the time for me. 100%. And like, we're know, artificial intelligence, it, this, is, this goes back to universal basic income. We need it. It's here. 100%. And, you know, what's funny about that is, like, in the, back in the 90s movies or the early 2000s, like, the total recall and stuff, we were afraid of these killer robots who were, like, hyper-intelligent. They could create their own languages and stuff. And, yeah. like, TikTok as like is you know already doing plenty of damage you know we're worried about you think these it's damage i mean it's got that much power and i think that that's not great what I, I guess what i'm saying though is that it's tiktok you know just imagine when something actually like some hyper intelligent ai system comes out you know i don't we're, think we're, i don't think it's something we have to worry about because yeah. I, think, I think they'll need us to keep the lights on. Yeah. And like, hopefully it'll be like the are... matrix. It, the yeah. matrix, the matrix was like, uh, what's the word for it? Prophecy. Like Prophecy. that's how it's going to be. I mean, yeah. it, there's man, when VR comes, did we talk about <sighs> this already? Did we already talk about VR? Oh no. I talked about this yesterday with a different friend. When VR comes, we're done. Yeah. We're absolutely done. When I can hook a machine up to my dick and get into a VR tube and, and, and you can feel everything, we're done. There's no reason to leave the house. Yeah, yeah. They're going to they're gonna give me – they're going to Pez dispense turkey sandwiches. It's gonna, every meal is going to be pills and syringes in your body yeah. because we're not going to have to – we're not going to need to eat. We're, we're going to be able to feel sensations without doing it. And once that happens, we're done because why would you ever – why would he, why would love the flavor? Thanks, Coke. Right. Jan, knock it out of the tube. <laughs> You're so right. Why would she? She has already tweeted. She's already saying, hey, sign me up for the tube. Sign me up. I want early access. Oh, man. I want lights out as soon as possible. The world's on fire. Get me in the tube. Get me in the tube with a fresh bottle of Coca-Cola with my name on it. Absolutely. It's going to say Jan. <laughs> I was going to say, thanks for the years of support. You've earned your yeah. tube. Oh, man. You're so right. Yeah, it's, man. We're, we're, we're screwed. And, I, yeah, you know, inherently it's not bad. It's more of just like a, uh, is this going to cause damn, you know, is this causing changes to the human brain? Like, there, you know, there are studies We're, evol out. we're evolving. We're evolving. You just don't see the minute changes because we're only alive for, you know what right. 70 80 years right more if and you're lucky less if you're lucky depending on how your outlook is yep <laughs> but i think this is i let me tell you wanna wanna be i i if i think this has been happening since the beginning of time i think you know egyptians ancient cultures i think have been coming and going and i think they do evolve into a high technological society like we have but humans are just not built to deal with it Right, to sustain that amount of change. Yeah, Absolutely, that's, and, and, we, and so we implode. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen to us too. Right now, I feel like we're, some days it feels like we might be living in the death rattle, that last gasp, you know? Yeah. And uh, that's why there's no rules anymore. There's no, yeah. you, and I don't even think it'll be my lifetime when things end. I think we've probably still got two, 300 years left. But it's, it, there's no more rules. We, we're done. The pandemic showed us there's no rules anymore. 
Yes, it it is leaning that way, and it is it's scary and exciting at the same time. And yeah, it does kind of weed out those people, or at least it makes it's so easy to find those people who clearly can't adjust. And like we were talking about earlier, those different ways of adjusting, and then like you have you have the people in the bubbles, you have the people that are screaming on Facebook, you have the people that need to go to the bars in their rinky-dink towns because they cannot handle that change. And then when we have the current president, everything gets politicized, which is something that's kind of new. I feel, and I, don't, and I don't think that's the president's fault. I think uh, the president we have is the one that we created. Society, culture creates the president. Yeah, I just think by with the nature that he speaks about things, everything that is associated with him then becomes like the masks, dude. I just it's so fascinating to see how these masks. Yes. have become a political statement. Yes. All right, more so not wearing a mask is a political statement. And it's like, why is that when, when the coronavirus is a, it's a, it's a health thing? It's well, biology. it's not even a political statement because the president wears a mask. And he said, I think people should wear masks. He, he came out and said it. Yeah, he, well, but at the beginning, because he was resistant. And like, if you watched the Republican National Convention, they were all unmasked. And I feel like right. that not wearing a mask has become this pride thing that's associated with being conservative. And it's just, it's yes. so fascinating. It's fascinating. Yeah. It's, it's a bunch of, you can't tell me what to do. Bootlickers. Yes. hundred percent. Who are getting together. They're having sex with each other's wives and they're, they're <laughs> fucking their cousins. They're, they're, they're drinking Coca-Cola. Tweeting. <laughs> Love the flavor. Yeah, love the flavor. Um, but but uh, I do think the media is, is more harmful than the president. I'll tell you that much. And that, that's a deep dive that we don't need to go down because it's not fun at all. But uh, the media is the problem. The president is simply a symptom of, of a larger issue of divisiveness in which people make more money when we're divided. Yeah. I really, I really, they pay attention. When something pisses you off, you, pay, you watch the video. And that's where you make money now. So to get your attention, they piss you off. And that, that, is, that is why it seems like we're in a constant state of chaos, which I think will go away after the election. I think it's going to yeah. dissolve. I really do. I think things are going to they're going to calm down a lot, especially yeah. when we start getting a vaccine rolled out. You know, next yeah. summer, you know, I really think there's going to be a hangover period where it's like, you know, at a party when you're blacked out, you wake up the next day and everyone's like, Oh my God, remember, do you remember doing this? And you're like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. That's like not me at all. <laughs> yeah. Next June, we're going to be seeing apology posts on Facebook. I really, I really think that we're going to be like, Hey, I was really messed up back there. I'm, I'm sorry that I commented on WAU 30 times that masks are the disease. I apologize. <laughs> Fear is the disease. I'm so sorry. I, I don't know what I was thinking back there. I, I was, I was, I, I was trying to get unemployment. I had no, I had no money. I hadn't seen yeah. my friends in forever. Like I, I, I'm sorry about that, but uh, let's try to move forward. I think yeah. there's going to be a hangover period where we need to apologize to each other and understand that we're all in a, we're all in a really tough time and there's no way you can teach people to go through this. And it's something that every generation has to deal with in one way or another. Unfortunately, that's a point. Yeah. For us, I think like since 2001, it seemed like, well, what's the next thing that's going to happen? Like every six months to two years, it's like something happened. 9-11, yes. WMDs, Iraq, it's just, wow, wow, dominoes. 
They gave us a yeah. break. Yeah, and they always made it through it. I think at, with the combination of quarantine and then the death of George Floyd, it felt like that was just, that was gasoline on a campfire. Yeah, and it felt like things were going to get more chaotic. But I think you might be right that the that it, it's we're all going to get exhausted and yeah. we just want to start hugging. You know, we're <laughs> be, man. People that. need hugs right now. I'll just need a big hug. We and no need, one, and you can't give hugs. We need a vaccine, and the nurses are gonna poke you with a big needle with the coronavirus. I'm actually, I, I, I don't want to sound like an anti-vaxer because I'm not, but I am a little concerned with like if they push out a vaccine within like nine months. I'm like, oh, what's being going on, on here? Being on the front lines of that vaccine will be scary because you know a couple months after that they're gonna be like, well, you know, these side effects or whatever. Because just so there's so many unknowns. I don't see, and I don't know how vaccines work, so I'm gonna sound like an absolute doofus which I don't, I don't care. Imagine if the vaccine somehow makes men sterile or like women sterile, yeah, like a side like effect. Imagine a world where like right. we're now look, we're, we can't procreate and have families. Right. Talk about a clapstick. I mean, we're done. That's end. Like yeah. just because everyone's going to get this thing, you know, yeah. in one way or another, even if, I mean, even if you don't choose to get the vaccine and you just be like, okay, I'm just going to get the virus and potentially hurt myself badly. We don't even know long-term effects of the virus. Right. So what are we? There's, That's what they're and they, they, Yeah. There's, they're still some finding things out about the, the way that the virus spreads and, and reproduces and whatnot. And it's like, yeah, how much could they know about the vaccine? And like, we're both kind of, we're both uneducated in that. Absolutely. Uh, That's why I wouldn't say anything about it on Facebook, but I'll definitely talk about it on a podcast. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's going to be crazy, man. But, but all I'm saying is that when they do have that vaccine, I want a big needle in my leg or wherever they put it in my shoulder. And I want the nurse to give me a giant hug after that. Yeah. We're going to need Mia Khalifa to come back for round two. I want Mia Khalifa to give me a large <laughs> hug and poke me in the shoulder with a needle. Yep. And, and then we all, and then you turn around and you hug the person behind you. And there's a big line of hugging. Man, I hope that's how it is. Yeah. I'm going to do everything in my power as a, as an, as a, as a hip hop, as a, <laughs> as an up and coming hip hop star. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Internet yeah, sensation. I'm going to get, I'm going to do everything in my power to make that happen. Yeah. We I'm, need, you know who we need? Free hugs guy. We, oh. we need, the world needs vaccinated free hugs guys. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. We're going to need some guys on the front line who are willing to just go around, drop off. And not the weird free hugs guys. Yeah. Good. We need like, we need like right. 60 year old, you know, old, older, nice, calm dad hug guys. Yeah. With erectile dysfunction. To make sure they're not up. To make no sure game. there's no there's no candy bars in the pockets. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. Just yep. Dude, speaking of erectile dysfunction, uh, have you been hearing all the different commercials for all the different um? Now, okay. So like, my brother was explaining that Viagra lost its like trademark, like their patent. They lost their patent, and yeah. now apparently a company's you just sort of lose it after a certain period of time. Yeah. And now. Yeah, like, companies i hear it all the time uh wanna i i don't hear those blue chew 
Roman. It's oh, uh, I do hear those. Well, you see, you're listening to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, I'm listening for for, for guys in their fifties with erectile dysfunction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just, that's your brand. Uh, just, yeah. Well, I mean, what what about erectile dysfunction? You know, it just made me it made me think about it. I just think I, I guess I mean I'm particularly intrigued by this blue chew. You just start chewing it, and then you're hard. Is that the thing? Like, is so that... do you know how how those those medicines work? Do you know what what happens? No, do you? Like, yeah. So when you get here's a here's a direction I never thought this was gonna go. When you get hard, so like your your dick is like a a pool float, right? It's like it's like it, it's a floaty and blood okay. fills it instead of air right gotcha when you get turned on like when you're you know this used to happen as a kid all the time like i'd be watching tv and there'd be like a, a venus razor commercial and then I, I i would get hard and i'm like whoa what is that it's because when you turn when you feel turned on in quotation because yeah. it's an audio medium and i can't just do the quotations without people going. <laughs> okay. When you get turned on, there's a valve. This is a bit layman, right? This is a layman explanation. There's a valve that there's a chemical that releases that relaxes the muscle, keeping the blood out of your penis. Oh, it's, it's some like nitrogen-based a... chemical, right? Interesting. So those pills are essentially just it's like a uh, like a fortitude of that substance. Oh. So okay. there's more of it in your body. So that when you get turned on, more of it will like, it'll get you hard quicker and gotcha. faster, but you need to be turned on, but it'll okay. be easier to be okay. turned on because there's more of that chemical. Oh, that's so interesting, man. Well, I'm intrigued. I'm going to have to give it a shot. I'm going to have to, I'll do a product review of Blue Chew. Please sponsor the show. Yeah. I had and... a friend named Nathan who, who took a Viagra and would like jerk off for like four hours. He would use it for jerking off purposes. Yeah, that's, yeah, for to, to stay hard. That's, that's also. Can we talk about great marketing? Greatest marketing of all time. Call a doctor if still hard after four hours. Yeah, that is so true. For oh a six-year-old man, going, holy yeah. shit! I got, I, may, I maybe have four hours in me. Oh, oh my so god, true. that's just brilliant marketing. And that's like the only. It's not like they're going to the doctor and getting drained out. Yeah, that's just know. great marketing. It is fantastic marketing. Yeah, yeah. We need that guy. It's like who, that person. Sorry, I to assume it's a guy. We need that person to market our porno about my, about understanding and minds being changed. 100. That's the guy we need to talk to. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So all we need to do is get a hold of David Dobrik, Mia Khalifa, get them to do the porno. Get that, yeah, that guy. Which I think will be easy on David's side. Yeah, it would. Yeah. He's, he's such a giver, you know? He's such a, he's such a giver. Such a giver. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, that, that just sounds fantastic. And then, you know, we'll, we'll also have to schedule the, uh, the hug, the non-creepy erectile dysfunction we got a lot we need to get a we got to get a google docs going yes please get that get that we got to get the google docs going for want to be in fresco change the world plan step one get david dobrik's attention (laughs) step one get i think if we get his attention the rest of it will fall onto our plate yeah like it'll be like a nice tiktok puzzle thing where i'll just yeah when you go on tiktok and you're like 
hey, David, I just need you. To, and then he comments with a video and you're like, oh, and then it, you see it unfold. Yes, it's, it's the classic snowball effect. Yes, and yes. As two individuals with, you know, a shitty podcast, I don't see where this could go wrong. So, Absolutely, and I think our opinions are the best of all opinions. I agree with that completely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's our safe space where our opinions matter. Of course. Fresco, has there been anything else that's been you've been ruminating on lately? Let me see. I mean, we have five minutes. We got five minutes. Last five. So we gotta make them. We gotta make them spicy, right? We gotta make them spicy. I mean, I am drinking I, coffee out of a manatee mug. Oh, fantastic! I feel like based my day is based on which mug I choose. Okay. Okay. Can you talk about some of your other mugs? Yeah, I have. I have a. I have one that says, "You survived the big one." Um, <laughs> that's good after a long day. Uh, I don't know if it's like a heart attack joke or like a old birthday joke, because yeah. it's got balloons <laughs> on it. But yeah, I, I got. I survived the big one. You know, like after like a hard week, you have a day off. It's great. It's a great start. Manatee comes when I feel like I'm going to have a wacky day or I want to have like a wacky day. Like I want it to be a weird day because I'm essentially a manatee with feet. I have one that go that says honorary Texan and it's like, I've seen this one. Yeah. You've seen, I think you've drank out of it. Yeah. I think you drank wine out of it. And it's like, oh, yeah. you, you are an honorary boot scooting, rooting Texan with the dot, 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 dot. That one. I just like that. that yeah. That's a wild card. For me and then uh i have two wnb financial mugs that this bank came into my workplace and gave them like socks and mugs and pens to be like hey you should work you should bank with us and they just gave me the mugs and the socks they were like does anybody want these i'm like hell yeah i want this fake corporate merchandise like this is awesome they're some of my favorite socks yeah, and I don't even bank with them. Got them. You got them. You got, I got them. And then I have oh. a mug I got from Target that has an M on it for Matt. And that was on an unnecessary Target run where I We've, just felt like I had to spend money. I went to get a vacuum. I, walk, I spent like $120. Now, this is an avenue we could explore next time. Just the, the shit... The, uh, that uh, the amount of th- t- money I've wasted at Target on accident because the well, store pe- is so beautifully set up. People oh. make lots of money s- setting up store layouts. They yeah. want you to like find things they want because the job of retail is to empower the customer into thinking it's they're making the decisions. People fucking love that. They're like, I do need new knives. I oh, do- and they're right and they're on sale. Oh my gosh. But they're thinking about that. They're, they're putting the aisles in the specific places where things make sense. Your, your progression of what you're buying makes sense. It's crazy. Yeah. They're, no, it's 100%. They're, someone's paid to figure that out. Um, one of the worst things I ever did was <laughs> I was going on vacation and I needed shirts for that vacation. I didn't want to do laundry. So I mm. went to Target and I bought eight white large white shirts i've done that yeah i've done that i get to the vacation spot i open my shirts and they are youth large and none of them fit 
Oh, Lana. No, no, no. <laughs> so you're doing this move. You're like stretching your shirt out. You're like, oh, come on. I'm going down. I'm, I'm called going the crop top up. summer. I'm going to crop top the whole trip. And uh, yeah. And my cousin who lives up north, um, he used to be on the, at his college, he was on the intramural team. Oh, sorry. Scratch that. He, he was the manager. He would set up like intramural curling events at his college. Hell yeah. That guy got so much vagina. He got no vagina. And oh no. He, cause it's not like sand volleyball or a sexy sport like that. It was intramural curling. Yeah. I and, bet curling's fun though. They know yeah, something we yeah. don't. Right. But it's not like he was a good curler. He was just good at getting people to go curling. And so that's an interesting that, position. That's, but that's an important, he's an important piece of the curling puzzle. That's true. And he had for the entire week, he wore um, intramural sports champion t-shirts from his college that he never won. He just stole nice. them. And he just that took that them. Was, I thought that that was so funny because for like, I a love few days, that. he wore the same color of shirt. And it was like he was wearing the same shirt every day, but he wasn't. But it was, it was a different sport. So funny. Yeah, and I love that. People get so competitive for those T-shirts, you know. And he, he just had them in excess. And I, I just found that so humorous. All right. Well, I, I think that's it for this week. Wannabe, thank you again for joining me. Uh, I don't have a name for this yet, but in the intro, I'll give it out. I got, I, I'm between like three things. But today... At the end of the day, just tweet Coca-Cola, love the flavor. It's been a pleasure being here. We love the flavor. Wannabe, I'm sure you're going to call me right after this. All right, baby. We'll see you next week. Talk to you soon. I love your flavor, baby. Hey.